Right, Popeye is in the corner. We are. Uh, we went to a show this evening. Uh, we're recording this on the eighth of April, twenty twenty three, and uh, we got back a little early. And we're. Uh, we just thought we would do a quick update on some shows that we've been to recently. We did. Um, Doug went out to Hell's Heroes. Dude, what a banger! If. Uh... If you ever want to go to Texas number two, I mean, I'm sorry, Florida number two, Texas. Florida number two. <laughs> um, we'll we'll kind of we'll, we'll get into this real quick first. I know we don't want to do a super long one, but uh, so my first time doing Hell's Heroes, it's their fifth installment, but it's the first year where they've had uh, two indoor stages, and then this year they had enough of a following, they sold out the indoor stages, so they had like a really nice like well-to-do outdoor stage like. On the same premises. I'm, I'm thinking it's, like, done um, for other festivals, done this way. Yep. And they're like, all right, well, if you sell X amount of tickets, then you can have this. If not, you have this. It's kind of how it felt. Because they didn't put the stage up just for this festival. But it was just nice to see bands like uh, Possessed, Satan, Liege Lord, uh, uh, Visigoth, Enforcer. Like, all these bands that, like, you know, deserve a bigger stage and not just, like, some hokey indoor type arena but um so uh, how many bands in total oh wow that's a big list so it's we'll say we'll call it like uh uh, between 20 and 30 bands yeah i would say i would say like because decent size it was nice because you had like three stages for two days officially and then there was like a pre-fest and then a post-fest and then every night when you'd get out at like maybe 10 it was it was reasonable like if you if you wanted to do it, you could get out at 10, 11, go home and sleep. But, like, if you want to go to the after party or hang out, like, it was kind of nice. They had, they had options. But um, this is actually an older one. Like, Demon ended up dropping. I forget who replaced them. But, dude, uh, Possessed and Razor uh, were kind of my two highlights because the rest of the festival is very traditional. Mm. Um, you had, like, Satan, Visigoth, Visigoth, Rastabas, uh, Pagan Lord, Nate Demon. Are you, are you familiar with Hollis? No. So Ho- Hollis is a band. Night was... Demon, I am. They are more traditional. Yes. Visigoth so, would be my top out of the the list underneath. Um, Skullfit. You know Haunt, Haunt Enforcer. They, dude. I know Haunt. Yeah. Riot City, Riot City, fucking killed it. There was another one, and they're way, way, way down the board bottom. Morgul Blade. I feel like, I feel like, uh, bu- 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 um, I'm looking at the list here. Oh yeah, your band Riot City was on there too. Dude, I love Riot City, uh, and they killed it. Haunt. I feel like Haunt is a mixture of band members from Night Demon too. Mm. Um, possibly. I think so. I, I could uh, be wrong. I could be wrong. Don't I, I don't want to tell tales out tell tales out of school, but uh, that's definitely that sounds kind of right. But I could be wrong. But I am also thinking there is another band that's uh, that has multiple bands too. So what is it? Spirit Adrift and Gate Creeper are of the same. There's a one or two members from th- those oh, bands, Creeper. yeah, together. It's funny. I don't see Spirit Adrift on here. Do you? Spirit Adrift is not on there. No. Yeah. So this is an older one, but Christian Mistress. Um, 
was another one that played that I guess they just reunited it for the first time in like twenty years or something and I it was a uh, um Are they Christian? <laughs> no. They're not. No. Then that's why I'm like I don't I don't get the name, I don't get the Yeah. But um they they were they were one and um sorry, Popeye. And then Morgul Blade was another one that like I just happened to like Morgul go Blade, Jesus. Dude, I, I happened to go inside to pee because that was the best place to pee. Uh, when the outside between outside shows and both of those bands and like holy shit like I wish I did my research oh so they were good they were good yeah both of them especially Morgul Blade they were very like he's like a, probably a dude he's like mid 40s super nerdy and you could tell he hasn't played on stage very much but not in a bad way like he was very just like yeah. like nerdy like I'm enjoying this I'm playing this like this is what I want to do this is what I've always wanted to do and like people are into it with name like Morgul Blade is that M-O-R yeah M-O-R is it Moral Moral Blade M-O-R. I thought that was a G in there. might Mor- be a G no it looks Mor- like an O Moral Blade Morgul Morgul what the hell is a Morgul I don't know. It must I'm, be something out of like Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's it's very DD. You could just tell by like like yeah. the whole demeanor and um, they but they they were great. Christian Mistress. I had never really been too familiar with them, and seeing them live, it's just this like she's probably in her mid forties now. Very female fronted, r- robust, um, older female fronted band and very strong vocals. And I'm like, wow, this is fucking good. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, Which man. Was that? Low, low tide. <laughs> so I brought but, the beach home. I brought the beach home, but with me. That stinks. Yeah, but man. but 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 the whole festival. Um, I I've never been to Texas. Um, <laughs> you smell like shit. Um, so, um, wow. I, would I do it again? Absolutely. Um, I love that it's a little more traditional. I love yeah. that there's a couple. You know, black death thrash bands mixed in, and but then but it was mostly uh, just like when we say traditional, are we talking like new wave of British heavy metal traditional? What, or? These days, I say traditional. I say like Visigoth enforcer. It's like just metal, like, so just metal. Because like, well, okay, so eighty sound. I don't know. Yeah. But then you have like enforcer. They're a little more speed metal. Where and Visigoth is a little more just straight up traditional. You know, yeah. Judas Priesty, you know? It, okay, so, the, yeah. It's I mean, not even fair to put a... Um, but, uh, but it's more of that, like, it's more of the wave, the new wave of, like... It's, yeah. It's 80s new wave British heavy metal, man. It really is. In a good way. It's a good way. Riot yeah. City 2, man, I get a very... I get uh, I get a Judas Priest vibe from them. Oh, big time. You know, so... Um, if you guys have never heard of Ju- uh, Riot City... Um, they they put out a second album, but their first album um, still blows my mind. And they played last year at Stormringer Fest. That was the first time I got to see them live, and uh, they just fucking killed it. And so this year when they played, last time they played, uh, maybe they had a little bit more of a set, or maybe it's just like not they wanted to play more new stuff. But last year they played, uh, they did a Sentinel, the Sentinel oh, um, cool. Priest cover, which I think was just like kind of there, like they didn't after the first album they didn't have a ton of stuff to play. So like we're gonna like slip this one because it's fucking good, you know. Oh, did you uh, did you watch Silver Talon at all? I did, yeah. What did you think of them? Did you like them? So um, it was t- they played towards the end of the night, which I was a little more surprised, uh-huh. but like in a good way. And I was with a couple friends. I'm like, hey, like let's go check out Silver Talon. My buddy has showed me. I remember sitting in this exact same exact spot, yeah, many times. Like, dude, check them out. They sound like Nevermore. They sound like Worldane. I'm like, and I remember you showing them to me. I'm like, all right, dude. 
I want to see them. So yeah, more like Sanctuary World Day. Yeah, more Sanctuary than say Nevermore. You're right. Yeah. But so a couple of friends who aren't super once again traditional, traditional not. I don't know what like yeah. Like there's so many different. um, I I don't like all the 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 brands, you know. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. but anyway, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna check these guys out. A couple of my friends were like, oh. Okay, we'll come with you because we have nothing else to do. Like, what are they like? I'm like, if I had to describe them, I would say maybe like Sanctuary, yeah, World and Sanctuary. And like, yep. okay, we love like Nevermore and like some Sanctuary. I'm like, well, fucking come, perfect. Come, come, fucking figure it out, you know? Yeah. And um, it was it's weird because like the venue upstairs is very like you go upstairs, there's one ex one way in, one way out, and it's like a box. Interesting. If okay. anyone's ever been to Saint Vitus in New York, it's the same thing. It's like, it's very like. Fire hazard ish, but like in a, in, a, in a charming way. In a charming death trap. <laughs> in a charming kind of death way. trap. But uh, honestly, musically, uh, they were on point. Did the people that came with you that were not expecting anything enjoy uh, them? Honestly, they were like, we weren't expecting much, but like cool. this was way, way better than we thought. I'm like, yeah. well, cool. Like, yeah, if anybody out there hasn't, I mean, check them out. A lot of these bands that we just mentioned, check them out. But the band we're talking about, Silver Talon, they're just a young, young U.S. band. Uh, in the vein of like Doug saying more traditional, but uh, if you like Sanctuary, an early '90s progressive metal band uh, with the late singer Warl Dane from Nevermore, it is, uh, and I think one or two other members. I think it was Jim Shepard on bass, who was also in Sanctuary, and then their like the newest guitar player that came into the fold towards the end of the like uh, second album tour cycle for Sanctuary was Jeff Loomis. So Jeff Loomis was like a oh. replacement guitar player that So he, he was actually, so all these members were actually kind of involved. Yeah, Sanctuary no literally turned into Nevermore. And, and what happened was Jeff had already come in the tail end of Sanctuary's, like he's not on any albums, but he was touring. You know, he was the touring guitarist. And then I think the band, like the remaining members, it just, they kind of fell apart. And so gotcha. three of them... Here, three of them just ended up. Uh, th- three of them just ended up going into it and starting Nevermore. All right, so, so this is okay. So, do do you remember like twenty twelve Barge to Hell when me and Marco went on Barge to Hell? Yeah. So I went on the first cruise. It was the second year. Then me, and I dragged Marco. Like we were very new. I can take that from you. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, and I remember <clears throat> Marco and I were on. I think it was the Bahamas, some weird island in the Bahamas. And the band members had <clears throat> a blue um, wristband on, meaning like you were in a band, you got backstage, you had different food, beer, blah, blah, blah. Interesting, yeah. <clears throat> and I remember Marco and I were on the island and we're like, oh, dude, like, hey, I see you at the blue band. Like, I, I don't mean to be ignorant, but like, what band are you in? And we talked to this dude. He looked, I remember he looked a lot like Jeff Hanneman from Slayer. Interesting. Just kind of like blonde hair, um, not super tall, not like the Nor- super tall, like gorgeous Norwegians and Swedish, yeah. you see? Like, he was just like, and he's like, oh yeah, like, uh, he's like, I'm playing for Sanctuary. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's fucking super cool. And he's like, you know, somehow it came up two seconds later. He's like, yeah, I used to be in this band Forced Entry from Seattle. I don't know if you remember us. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you perked up. So he was the fucking founding member of, like, yeah, wasn't it Forced Entry. What's his name? Is it Brad or something? Oh, I don't even fucking know. Anyway, that, that sounds yeah, kind of right. It's it's cool. Yeah, he was in... That's right. He he joined Force. Uh, I mean, he joined Sanctuary when they reformed. Yeah. 
Which I, I thought was super cool because I'm like, all right, well, you're in a band that I love, and I'm like, you're you're. I'd rather yeah you. You're, you're in a band, and I'm like, well, because at this time, like Evil Dead, uh, Hollow's Eve, like um, Forbidden, all these like '90s bands had kind of started reuniting. Yep. I'm like, dude, well, what are the odds of you guys re- reuniting? He's like, honestly, not so good. He's like, I can't remember a goddamn lick we played back then. He's like, yeah, the guys. He's like, the guys we played with. Like he mentioned the other two guys' names. He's like, they. He's like, they they have kids, they have jobs, they have families. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, like, yeah. To break to break away from that to do like a, a tour cycle or even yeah, yeah. like all, all that for and then and I remember like it's funny because Sacred Reich says, you know, now they're touring like every two three times a year. But I remember for a long time Sacred Reich would never play the states, and they were like, well. You know, like, we want to play festivals in Europe because they appreciate us. Like, yeah. here, you might like us, your friend might like us, your friend's friend might like us, but uh, honestly, we play a show, there enough. might be seven people that show up. And yeah, it's, like, it's not, not worth enough. us for us to tour, you know? But now, I don't know, I don't know what changed, but so now they're doing tours. Something changed, for sure. But that always kind of bummed me out because I would love to see Forced Entry. Um, so two shows... Um, we recently went to see Life of Agony, which was cool. Uh, we did try to podcast that night, but it was just too loud where we were, and the recording came out too crackly, so we didn't want to uh, put that out on the airwaves for everybody to have their ears bleeding to. Um, so we are missing Marco on this, but Marco kind of set up Doug and I for this show. Uh, yeah, it was Life of Agony's 30th anniversary for River Runs Red. We had three original members of the band, not including Sal on drums. Uh, he's the only member that's, to my knowledge, not existing as an original member. They did their female drummer that they have, um, a well-known drummer. Unfortunately, I don't know uh, her name. I'm not familiar with her, but she's a studio musician. She's been on a couple other decent like uh, like rock projects. She, she crushed it. Uh, live set was amazing. The whole band was great that night. The place was sold out. It was at Wally's in uh, Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. Uh, just still weird to me. Like so cool. We've been seeing so many shows there that are just random, including this Life of Agony show. Again, sold out. Uh, I can't remember if our In Flame show was sold out. I, I want to feel like it. It didn't, but it, it should have. Yeah, it almost felt it, like it was, was close. Like to see in flames, like this place, it's like a biker bar and like a off season. People maybe. Yeah, max. yeah, it's M- max. Like max. fucking might be like four hundred max. Could, like it doesn't could be even it. less than that. But th- you know, this place has just been pumping out great, great shows, um, all types of rock and metal, and yeah, Life of Agony was killer. I mean, they just I it was my first time seeing. Uh, this was your first time seeing. Yeah, yeah, broke, too. Broke, broke my cherry too. Amazing, just Sit. a great live set. Everybody sang the lyrics to that entire record front to back. It was, it was actually. I told Marco, I, he found it very powerful. I just found it. I got annoyed. It was like I, I didn't pay to listen to the crowd sing the album, but I get it. I mean, I get it. Like that's, it just ended up, you know, people. I mean, honestly, um, Mina Caputo didn't even have to really sing the songs. I mean. She didn't have to do anything. Now, if you know Mina, uh, formally, uh, or what is it? His dead name is uh, Me, uh, Mino. No, his dead name is um, uh, uh, oh, fuck. Is it Keith Caputo? 
Oh, is it Keith? Was it? Uh, I can't that, remember. That, that, sounds it, right. that sounds about right. That sounds right. Uh, so yes, uh, formerly Keith Caputo, now um, you know he's a trans woman, goes by Mina Caputo, and just crushed it. Like her vocals were just still perfect, but I could hardly hear her because everybody from first song to last song uh, was singing the whole goddamn record. <laughs> you know, though, as a front man, woman, whatever. Wouldn't that must be like the the ultimate like? Oh, of course. You like could tell we she was we've made like time. Oh yeah. I mean, like she, <laughs> I've got, I've got video up. I'm pretty sure most of you probably seen. I think Vintage Burn has a video. Um, yeah, she was in her element. And like I don't know, Mina's a beast. She just uh, yeah, she's still. I I would see Life of Agony again. I mean, I think I liked the River Runs Red aspect. I'm not a big fan of their other albums. So if if they do another tour like this for River Runs, ah, I mean they just they were very very tight. E- either way, they still like I've like once again I've that was my first time seeing them too. But I remember Marco saying like yeah they usually play like ninety percent River Runs and then other stuff. You Great. Know? What um who's the other band that we watched that they opened for? Oh, like, si- open sick of it all. Sick of it all. Yeah, they were so, really <clears throat> good too, man. I just. I, I I was I I told Marco because Marco seen them a bunch. Vibes. Um, yeah, they kind of. You know, there that's it's there's a lot of punk in that hardcore. I mean, it's you can hear it. I was kind of hoping it's, for a little bit undeniable. more, but that's maybe because like I remember like our friend's brother growing up was like in the early two thousands, like dude, you need to hear this New York hardcore. Like this is gonna change, and it was like the whatever album it had, was that had like the, it was uh, it looked like the New York Yankee symbol, uh-huh. but like with like a weird dragon. I'm like. And I remember hearing it back then, I'm like, all right, this is cool. That's why like, I remember telling Marco, like, dude, I love hardcore. Like, it's really grown on me, but I'm going to be in the dude in the back. Because mm. if I'm in the pit and I get punched in the face for no reason, like, it's different than a metal pit, you know? But he's like, nah, dude, it's it's more tame. And I'm like, you know what? He's kind of right, because I remember seeing, like, Integrity at, uh, like, once. But that's like, you're talking the... about real classic hardcore. Like, Marco's into the real, real hardcore not the scene that well, we grew up in. They, they in the used to, they used to be though. Like, oh, they used to be. So so sick of it all. Maybe 15, 20 years ago, or like I remember like our our, our um, Nick Vick's brother Brian telling me. I remember telling him like, "Hey, guess where we are?" And I sent him a picture, and he's like, "Send me a video of like the uh, the rat or like the channel in Boston, like in 1989, 1990, where like there's just dudes killing each other in the oh pit, you know." And that's why like I I love hardcore. I love the aggression. I love the expression. But when it comes to pitting. Like, I, I, I just have a... I, I told Marco, I'm like, dude, I'm going to end up in jail. I'm going to end up in jail. Yeah, like, because somebody... There's a way to... I mean, that's why we, like... I do, like, just normal pits where you can still let loose, but respectfully let loose, you know? I think there's a respect level in the pit you have to have for other individuals. A lot of people end up uh, not being that way that go into just be total dicks. It's like, yeah, it's like asserting your dominance in the pit. Which but it's is easy right. to strike back, you know, like you know when it's you know when it's we've we've had our you know we we've had our rumble rumblings with people. You Dude. just give them a good shove out, or you know we've had we've seen people removed from pits too. So what what, what used to piss me off? Early two thousands, metal hardcore fest in Worcester. You would go and see Deeds of Flash, Dying Fetus, whoever. But then there would be these dudes there for the hardcore bands. Was it the ones wearing their little skeleton handkerchief over their face? <laughs> yeah. And a lot of those dudes hardcore were... Hardcore kids unite! Were, were FSU. I remember FSU or uh, fuck shit up, quote unquote, gay's name ever. Pardon my French. 
that can't exist anymore. Was can't they? There. They were very strong back then. They were big into fighting, and so like you would go into like a metal pit, and all of a sudden these dudes would come in and start fucking just like beating the shit out of everyone. And they would. These are the dudes that would jump three, four, or five people deep and start just hitting chicks in the face. What? Uh, anybody? You know, like you know how like when you go to a show when you when you're in the pit, anyone who has ever been in the pit, it's like all right, well. I know where the pit is. I'm three, four, five people deep. So if I'm five people deep, there should be some, like, buffer. Yeah, well, you don't... You're supposed to just kind of bounce off the inner circle. Yeah, that's... People. So, I, I remember one time, I forget who was playing him. It was... I think it was right after Kill Switch. I think it might have been Needs of Flesh. And there was a pretty good pit going, and some dude, some FSU dude, jumped, like, three people deep and punched some chick with dreadlocks right in the face and broke her fucking nose. Oof. So, me and my buddy fucking basically swarmed the guy, and guess who got kicked out? You, me, and my buddy, because that <laughs> motherfucker knew, was best friends. With, he was FSU, and they were best friends with all the FSU guys that worked at the Palladium. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck all of you. I mean, we that stuck back in. That doesn't. That doesn't. They can't exist anymore. There's no way. I haven't. No, because they would all been fucking stabbed that, by now. I mean, like they would been scene, dead. That whole scene is gone. It and, and I remember there was an actual like, uh, History Channel Gangland like um episode on it because they. They came, they were kind of so powerful. We're like almost like the Hell, Hell's Angels or something. Like we're like weird. We're so powerful. If you fuck with us, we have so many of us. You're like you have Stone stand a chance. But then they kind of just they got too big for their britches. And I fuck. mean, we didn't we didn't see much of that at uh, even like uh, Hatebreed. You know, you didn't see no Hatebreed was pretty tame. But like Marco said, like when I when I expressed my like concern, he's like, dude, honestly, he's like. Most of the dudes that used to kill each other back in the day, now they're all in their fifties, forties, and they just want to like go watch a show. Yeah, and, and this, if anyone's gonna be the younger circles, guys, uh, Doug's anger towards uh, this these these hardcore people, it all circles back to we went to uh, uh, Life of Agony, and um, I already forgot the uh, I was gonna say sworn sworn enemy. <laughs> No, Sworn Enemy is good though. I remember seeing that Oz. No, uh, I'm all, I'm all whatever the other band, whatever. Sick the of other, it all. Sick of it all. Yes. So it, it all comes back to you know again. This is more or less a hardcore show. So we were just wondering how the uh, the pit would have been, but it was good, man. Wally's is always a good time. I think that's Wally's is a good time. Um, yeah, and we were talking quickly about uh, some other shows, like some old bangers that we, I mean, just shows that we could forget about until you really think hard enough uh, that were spectacular like anniversary shows so we saw this band wargasm for those of you out there in the world um you know again we got some euro listeners and uh we're european listeners sorry i don't know if people find euro offensive i guess i don't know anyway uh we you know some of our european listeners there's um wargasm is a u.s band and it's they could easily be missed. They had a great record in the late 80s. I think it was 88. I could be I wrong. I want to say 88. Uh, Why Play Around? And it was just a straight-up thrash banger. Great. I mean, awesome. Awesome record. Please, please check it out. So, so, so good. And then there was... Uh, we were talking about their second record, Ugly, which kind of came out during um, that time when thrash was completely murdered by um grunge you know Alice in Chains played on the Titans of Thrash Oof. opener and uh they literally killed thrash metal how how ironic is that <laughs> was it Clash yeah. of the Titans or Thrash of the Titans Cla- Clash of the Titans yeah and it uh they literally were the opening band and they killed 
they were the whole domino effect um, that started the wave. People going like, yeah, man, I think I want to listen to more slowed down Sabbathy riffs again. Just with Yawker vocalists. <laughs> uh, so it ended up, um, they, yeah, these they ended up kind of making their own uh, record that was still thrashy, but also had some of those elements. And it's a fucking good record. It's called Ugly. So yeah, check out Wargasm. Uh, Doug and I saw them. We were, it was, what, how many year anniversary was it for? I want to say it was 2008. I think it was their 20th. Yeah, it was cool, 80, man. 90, they played 20. the record front to back. They had this little opening segment with the clown, and so it was just very cool. Yeah, there's know? there's a song called I think it's Merit because like the, the the cover has like a weird clown. The cover alone, even if you hate the like the band, the cover alone is like still it's, worth. The yeah, look it's into. very creepy. It's very. It's just like a very cool looking drawing. Um, I don't know. It's kind of. Are you afraid of the dark looking? Yes. Yeah, are you afraid just... of the dark? Like eighties, maybe even like it's Lost cheesy. Boys. It's cheesy. Like... Yeah. It's just. Oh man, that's a great record. Got to check out. So orgasm. And it's why fun. play around? So yeah, orgasm. Why play around? They were one of the few thrash bands that actually made it back then from like Massachusetts. The other being maybe I would say. That's right. Representing Boston. Boston. I would say Malaya Rage. What was the other show we were just talking about too that we. Um, well, yeah, Malaya Rage maybe, but they were they real. This record is just you won't find a bad song on it front to back. It just keeps going, going, yeah, and going. No, it, and it's going. a it's a banger. It's a it's a heavy competitor, man, for the late '80s. You know, up against Testament's first record and so forth. It's it is such a good good album. Sometimes I forget about it. You know, then I hear it and I'm like, oh man, Bows and Blades, just dude, just. Do you remember? I remember having it on tape. I found it at the dirt mall and God knows where in like the early 2000s on tape. And then I remember finding it on eBay and there was a place in Boston. I bought it for $120. I still have it. And this is... Was that the cassette or the CD? This is the CD. Yeah, you bought the CD. And I remember bringing it to your house and like before I even opened it, I'm like, Kevin, we need to burn this so I can like hide this. Cause yeah. I just spent $120 back in fucking like 2000... Jesus Christ, that had been like 2003 or four. I'm like, that was that was a lot of money and back now, then. And now that CD could be used as a, <laughs> uh, a replacement for your mirror if your mirror breaks on your uh, your car. <laughs> just, you know, either side of your, your driver, your passenger side, when uh, mirror breaks, just put a laser disc up there or a CD and you'll I know. It'll be fine. For like 10 years, it was my nest egg, but now it's just like, it's useless. Because then they like... They ended up putting out on it. They re-released it like maybe it's ten like, years it's ago. It's like crypto. I sold. I sold Doug at the top. I sold him all my CDs. I got out at the height of the CDs. <laughs> that was a big collection, dude. That you got that was a dude, big I and, got and records. Oh my word! But you sold. A lot. I think you sold a lot of the stuff because you had d- duplicates and right. There was a lot of duplicates. There was a lot of I got Good for I, you. Yeah. I just got a, a lot of the vinyl. I still have, but a lot of the CDs. I just man, that was a wall. It was like a lot be, of CDs because I. I combined yours and mine because I filled in a lot of gaps and I had some doubles and then I ended up selling. When you move, it's funny having a format of sorts and I know we're kind of completely digressing so I appreciate anyone who's still listening. But when when you have a collection of a certain format, it's like I had, I had probably 700 CDs. Yeah. And a lot of those I bought original. I bought, you know, when they came out, I bought off eBay, blah, blah, blah. CD so, Universe. CD Universe. Still exists. Does it really? Uh-huh. Dude, it's so much thrash on CD Universe back then. They I don't still, know. They're still, 
they're still selling shit, man. I, I don't I know why, them. but they just were like so good when it came to like atrophy, rigor mortis. Like that, that's where I got a lot of those CDs. When I, when I went to see Tool last uh, February, I uh, the next day I was like, oh, I, you know, I'm like speaking of, it just made me nostalgic, and I'm like, I'm gonna take a look at CD Universe and see if they still have CDs to buy. I mean, I looked every. I was looking for Undertow and for Anamon. I couldn't find those CDs anywhere, man. I was just like, I'm like, and I was then I, I'm like, I actually had to think hard about where I could find CDs now. So I looked at eBay and it was like, I was like I'm not buying any of this off of eBay. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll check out CD Universe. Now nah, there's no way. Yeah, they got tons and tons. They have you know German pressings and they have you know how they are Japan oh, Japanese yeah. pressings and they have this and. So they still have a lot. Remember, people people me- are still going to buy the medium, too. Let's, you know, let's face it. People like a medium, and I think, you know, Doug, you consume the, you consume those still. You know, you're 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 still buying um, records and tapes and, and vinyl I, for... Um, dude, I, it sucks, because I, I, I got rid of all my CDs, but if I go to, the, like, a thrift shop, a record shop, if I go somewhere and there's, like, a, a CD I like, or even a metal yep. record in general... I'm like two dollars for this random metal record. I'm like, I just can't let you sit here. I'm like, I have a whole stack of original. Um, I got them at the thrift shop maybe this time last year. It's like Judas Priest, Red Lightning, Injustice for All, Ozzy Osbourne, like Blizzard of Oz, like all these original pressings. I'm like, I can't let these. I'm like, I don't need any of these. I don't have CDs anymore. But I'm like, I need to buy these just to have them not rot away. Well, if any of you out there are looking to. Uh looking for anything in particular on on a special medium you should uh you should contact doug through our messenger uh or even on instagram you know I, on one of our socials doug doug might have i have problems he might have tons of stuff to if sell. you so if, if you need horror for, books dude i you know my 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 newest passion is what collecting horror books and and yeah and, and liz makes fun of me my girlfriend makes fun of me she's because a lot of them are like these books that came out in the 70s, 80s, and 90s from, like, Scholastic. Remember Scholastic? Yeah. But it's, like, they're these, like, cheesy, um, like, novels, give or take, whatever whatever word you choose to insert. But, like, they're, like, these, like, novels that, like, kids would read, like, in elementary school. But they're, like, horror or, like, Halloween-themed. Oh, that's cool. Like, no, so they're, like, goosebumps. Like they, they are, but... Goosebumps? They're, like, goosebumps before goosebumps. Like, okay, I, I bought one cool. last night for $1.29. I'm like, you know what? I've spent much worse for $1.29 yeah. than this book from Scholastics called, uh, like, a fucking jack-o'-lantern ate my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's cool. I'm like, dude, this is... It's just, like, some of like the artwork, some of like, the stories, like, I don't know. It's, it's cool, man. It's fun. It's innocent. Um, and that's, like, what I have a sale. It's called Sales from the Crypt with a K. Sales from the K-R-Y-P-T. No. Sales? Sales from the... Yeah, yeah, Sales from the Crypt. Sales from the Crypt, yeah. And so I have an Instagram where I kind of, like, been trying to sell just, like, Halloween and horror type stuff. It's, it hasn't taken off quite yet, but we're, like... One sale away. Yeah, there's no. This is a. It's always good for you to plug this here. And then again, if you ever have music that you're looking for on a medium, you should hit Doug up and ask him if he has anything to sell because you never know. He's got a great, great catalog of stuff from, you know, the '90s up to now, just collecting. So, God, so much of it. With that said, man, I think we should uh, end it. Yeah. um, You know, thanks for listening. We just wanted to jump on here and do a quick metal cast. I know we've been doing more of these discussions than 
reviews. It's just been tough, you know, getting the three guys together and, um, you know, we had our son uh, 17 months ago. So it's just, uh, we're just, uh, everybody's been doing their own thing. So it's been very tough for us to just kind of cast whenever we want. So we're, we're just, we're throwing things out there. We've been doing a lot of shows. So it's, um, you know, we're just, we're trying to give you guys some content and, and some different bands and kind of keeping it um, around what we do here on this segment. So thanks for joining. This is Kev. Uh, and Doug. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, Marco, Marco is still with us. He's just uh, we're we're I seem to be seeing Doug uh, more to be able to get the cast in. So he uh, he will be joining us again when we get ready to do uh, probably our first movie cast in a while. Right, we're most likely Which? going to be doing unless we change it. Prey, uh, you know, within the um, the Predator series. We, Which I'm actually really looking forward to. Yeah, and I think I think it'll be cool when we can finally get get to it. I think we did it, um, and it just came out poorly because we were wasted. <laughs> it was not good. Someone may or may not have thrown a notebook at Marco. I this don't is know. what happens, you know. The, we get together. It's been a while, and the boys play, and then we try to be serious, and it's uh, it just doesn't work out. So yeah, it's tough to get down to business after being on a hiatus for so long. Yeah, we're looking forward to actually getting some content like movie wise and a little more um just more out more consistent you know um once a month or whatever but if you're listening um and we've seen our listenership and people still listen to us i don't know why you guys need to get lives you know i don't know what (laughs) i don't know what you're doing i mean come on really get get it together figure it out i mean you can only be disappointed so much in life and for you to spend your time disappointed with us we appreciate it so hopefully you find some of this content useful and you know we give you some good bands that you may not have heard of i think i always love that when i've listened to other podcasts or just talking to friends when you hear a name of of an artist and then listen and you're like how did i ever miss this band in my life like you know it's it's those important things so Hopefully there's a takeaway. All right. Everybody have a great night. One morning at this point. Yeah. Love you. Thank you.